Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. This is Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. And you are sitting here with us for episode nine. Number nine. Here we are. Number nine. And we had a crazy week. We actually went to the coast this weekend. It was really beautiful weather. It was. It was one of the best days. We headed over to Bandon. And usually on the Oregon coast, as far as that area, usually it's pretty windy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes cloudy, sometimes rainy, but it's Oregon. Yeah, I know, I know. It's always beautiful there, though. And yeah. uh, we enjoy well, it. You're there continuously. Then the rain gets really old. <laughs> well, so this is a good show. Let me sum it up for you before we go on with that. Basically, we went over there for a little bit of a customer appreciation day with the part of the Oregon rooted crew who holds it down for us over on the coast there. And after that we have a little bit, well, actually we have some news first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lady Sativa found some good stuff for us. We're going to talk about that. Then we have uh, the interviews with a couple of guys that I was just mentioning over on the coast. And then we're going to wrap up with uh, what's going on or grow. We got some good information there because we've been well, Part of it's because we went over to the coast and got some of the product we've been looking for. But um, let's start with that. Uh, you know, we have a couple of supporters. Uh, one is Peacemaker. We took that over to the coast. Mm-hmm. And this of is a good... we did. Yeah, and this is... You know, I don't know if we're testing anymore, if we're just getting happier, because I want to say we keep testing it in different situations, but it seems like mostly we just... Uh, keep trying it and it seems to keep just working good. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried it in the sand and the wet and on the coast, which was gorgeous. We posted some of that on Instagram. and We had more problems with the dang lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just because it is still the coast. It is a little windy, so finding a hiding spot sometimes may be a problem. <laughs> well, it's it's windy and it's sandy and it's wet which are three bad things for any of that stuff. And out of all of the Peacemaker worked good. Um, it was solid. It always, it, the cap worked for us. The sand rolls right off that silicone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so we enjoyed it and we love it. So, and you've, if you've heard any uh, other of the episodes, uh, you know, it's uh, peacemakergear.com, and we love them. We still like them. We're going to get some more stuff, too. I know they got um, some bongs, and they got a dish and mm-hmm. stuff, and we're going to bring that on, too. So, Got to try um, it out. 
Yeah, and then also I'm uh, going to put in some soil uh, into a couple of our plants out back, um, some of our vegetables. Um, we're using some soil, 420 from Applegate Soils and Hydroponics, and uh, they are another one of our supporters. We've talked about them a couple times too. Mm -hmm. And um, real quick, I, I still got to get the dirt. Um, which will lead me into part of our grow at the end of this segment. Um, part of that's part of the problem is because I haven't gotten down to Applegate Soils and got my damn dirt. Yep. So, so the I'm starting still sitting in the same pot. That well, were. and so I'm paying the price. I had a little bit of pH issue, and that's because I three weeks ago. Did, I'm okay. Let's stop there. See, that's stop for the it. End, yep, yep. That's for the end of the show. A can of worms. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so I need to get down to uh, Applegate Soils and get my dirt so I can get those uh, pots transplanted in where they should be. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. So if you're in the area, though, in the Rogue Valley or anywhere in southern Oregon, really, and you're looking for bulk or even um, just the small box of stuff or the small bottles, either one, um, try Applegate Soils. Uh, Roach out there, he's a great guy, and they know all their goods. So, uh, moving on, Lady Sativa, let's start with the news. All right, um, by Noel Crombie, uh, in a first Oregon State Fair to feature marijuana plants. The Oregon State Fair celebrates oddities like curvious vegetable and the most misshapen fruit. Fairgoers can marvel over award-winning onions and pumpkins and snap photos of the top pig and llama. This year, the State Fair is adding a new attraction, prize-winning marijuana plants. For the first time... <laughs> Oregon... This is great. I'm sorry. I know, huh? Uh, for the first time, Oregon's marijuana crop will be on display at the annual event, which runs August 26th through September 5th. Don Morse, the chairman of the Oregon Cannabis Business Council, the sponsor of the marijuana exhibit, says nine plant will be displayed in a greenhouse that will have its own entrance and exit. The area will be monitored by a security guard. Only people 21 and older will be allowed in. Fair officials said the inclusion of cannabis plants is a nod to the newly legal status of the crop. This is really a reflection of where Oregon is is now as a state, says Dan Cox, spokesman for the fair. He said the state fair is an inclusive sort of forum, especially when it comes to agriculture commodities. He said the fair is moving in the direction that the entire state is moving. Right. Morse said the plants will have ribbons just like any other prize-winning crop. Nice. <laughs> the plants will come to the fair having already been judged by a panel of marijuana growers, including Ed Rosenthal, a well-known author and cannabis expert. We all know him. We are doing it 4-H style, he said. You get a blue, purple, or yellow ribbon. We are celebrating the plant as a farm crop from Oregon. Fair, fair goers hope for a sample will be disappointed, disappointed, Moore said. We are not pr promoting the use of cannabis, he said. <laughs> we are there to show plants to people over 21 what award-winning cannabis plants look like. That's, you know, that's pretty cool because uh, that's like the Olympics for the state for right. ag, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, we're, you know, we're actually being recognized for an ag crop and it's getting awarded ribbons. That's, I think that's pretty damn cool. That is pretty cool. 
And what's good about that is I'm sure a lot of people are going to jump on that, or at least I hope a lot of people or a lot of growers jump on that. Right. And I hope a lot of people get to enjoy seeing award-winning plants. That's That would be awesome. I'm sure it's <laughs> going to be a highlight of um, the fair. <laughs> I, I agree. And we congratulate the fair for doing that. I think that will help support the movement and also to growers that want to be a part of that. Right. Exactly. And so I think, <laughs> I think that's really cool. It's exciting. Yes, yeah. It is. So thanks for sharing that. That's a good story. And um, yeah, go ahead. All right. An article by Julia Wright. Uh, Alcohol makes people angrier than cannabis, says new study. Before you go on, you know, let's not be redundant here. We all know this if you're a cannabis user. But we bring, or I'm sure you're bringing this up, uh, Lady Sativas, because, you know, this is just another example or a solid example of the fact that alcohol is kind of creates opposite situations um, socially for us Mm -hmm. compared to marijuana or cannabis. And uh, the awareness is what we're going for here. So that's why we're going to talk about it, because I think more people need to realize that you know, we are accepting of, of certain drugs, namely alcohol that can cause violence issues and stuff where, right. Yeah. So go ahead. All right. Um, to most of us, it seems obvious that alcohol would cause more problems with aggression than cannabis. How many fistfights have you seen caused by people smoking a joint together? But cannabis isn't totally blameless either. In terms of sparking negative encounters, after all, it can cause anxiety and paranoia in some users which can manifest as aggressive outbursts. A study conducted in the Netherlands and published in the journal Psychopharmacology investigated (laughs) how each of the drugs affect subjective aggression in alcohol and cannabis users, respectively following aggression exposure. Researchers followed 61 participants, 20 of which were heavy drinkers, defined as 2150 alcohol drinks a week for men and 15 to 35 for women and 21 of which were cannabis users participants were all in the 18 to 28 demographic users in each group were given a dose of alcohol and placebo or cannabis and placebo respectively then researchers had them do a single category implicit associate association test in which they matched positive and negative words to photos depicting aggressive behavior basically it's saying that both can cause some sort of aggression, but I've never really seen a cannabis user do much aggression. But that's with paranoia is what it's mostly saying. Paranoia and anxiety. Well, yeah, yeah. And even then, a lot of times people just want to lay there. So it's probably people that are just bothering them. Right. You know, like, hey, what's going on? Let me help you. And you're just like, get away from me or whatever. But Well, and just like we have discussed before, there is the type of people that sometimes mentally in their brain, they just... They just don't need to smoke or cannot no. find the right strain. They no. can, but if they've already have problems with it, or if they already have a little bit of mental, you know, instability, instability, yeah. then maybe it's best for them to just stay away from it. Yeah, I do have rather a f- than dapple in it at all. Sure, and I have a couple friends currently that just you know they know that they can't even do it. They know they can't. Uh, partake in it because it's going to just unbalance whatever things are going on. And that's okay, you know, especially if you know that. 
Right. But exactly. the bottom but the bottom line is if we're sitting at the bar somewhere and you know, if you were to have people smoking in one area outside and you had another person or other people drinking outside, you know where the fights are gonna happen. Yep. Exactly. And you know, it's it's and again we're not picking on alcohol, it's just that we need to realign our uh I guess our how we see things um, and understand that, you know, there's a lot of other issues. There's a lot of other big issues, you know, other than cannabis and cannabis actually can help a lot of these other situations. Right. Um, instead of being demonized, we can use it as a tool, which is what it is. It's just a tool to use. Uh, and that could be medicinally, recreationally, or otherwise, it is a tool and it's self-regulating. So if you're going to try to bring the argument of, well, you're just, that's all you do all day and you're just going to get high to the point where all you do is just, you know, space out and do nothing. I, I challenge that because it's self-regulating. You're going to get to the point where you're not getting higher and it's doing nothing for you and you're going to be disinterested. Right. Uh, we've all been there and that's it. And I'm sorry, but we have, if if you've ever drank alcohol in, in your life at all, you know that you can get to the point that it can make you sick. It can actually, I've seen a couple of my friends almost landed in the hospital. In fact, I've seen one of my friends in the hospital from alcohol poisoning. Never had one of my friends go to the hospital because of marijuana poisoning. Yeah, yeah. Ever. It, <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, it's obviously a good point. And I want to let me share this story. This is a good segue into this story. Now we again we went to the coast this weekend, and in Bandon we went down to Old Town, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And Old Town Bandon is this area where they have all these old shops. And it's adorable. If you're a coast person, you know those little towns. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous, yes. and I know <laughs> what people are. You know, I know that people know what we're talking about. Um, but it's quaint. And there's candies and chocolates and samples and, and little toy stores and gift shops and yeah, it's really really nice. And there's a boardwalk mm-hmm. and sculptures and crabbing it, off, the, off the pier, off the docks. Yeah. And uh, so we were down in there, and you and the kids were in looking at toys, toys, and. I was out front sitting in the sun, enjoying the view. A cup of coffee that we had to search everywhere for. Took forever, and we found it. Woohoo! Uh, the and kids it was... couldn't even go look in the toy store until we found coffee uh, for, for you. I'm sure the listeners know I needed my coffee. <laughs> so I got my coffee. I was happy, and I was sitting out front. And this group of people, which seemed to be a father and uh, maybe a couple daughters, some aunts, some uncles, it was all immediate family, maybe a grandfather. They um, were just walking by at first and they're all talking, having a good time. And then they decided to turn around and go into the toy store. All the girls and the mother went in. Well, not all the girls, but a couple of the girl, or I guess a girl, a couple. I, anyway. Basically, there was a guy and another person sitting out on a bench. Talking. Yes. Yeah. And, and there was a kid or two or some someone else. Anyway, they were talking about an incident that happened. And this goes back to the violence. It happened in Ashland. And why don't you tell us what happened in Ashland? Basically, it was a cannabis user smoking marijuana. I, I don't know if it was in the park um, or... And, you know, just on the city streets, but a cop went to confront him and 
um, I believe the guy punched the officer. He punched him in the face. <laughs> but who hasn't heard of an alcoholic also doing that? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, I'm not going to defend this guy. Right. First of all, I'm not either. It if was... he's going to punch a cop in the face, that cop needs to bust him in the face and do something about right, it. Right, because I... it is against the law. Absolutely. To be smoking in public. Yes, it is. If it was in the park, then 100%. And if you're smoking <laughs> in public, man, I hope the cops bust your ass. Be a smart smoker. And also be respectful, damn it, because exactly. we got a lot of people, including medicinal users, that don't need the garbage from people like this. Exactly. So let's set that straight. But it's a good story because what happened is this guy punched the cop in the face and whatever happened, he I'm, I don't know if he got fined or I don't, you know, they're, they... One thing is not all cops are bad and some cops like to make things work and this worked out. It doesn't matter. Net net of it is we were sitting on this. I was sitting on this bench listening to these folks and this guy is talking about the story and he's essentially teaching or instructing his family and these couple of kids that are standing around about the truths about marijuana. And what he was talking about was this incident and he said that essentially if you were... First of all, he started using marijuana as the term, which is good because you need to separate marijuana from drugs and alcohol. It's not the same. Right. And especially law now in Oregon. And he started that way talking about how it's okay to have marijuana and go down the street with marijuana and it's okay. But if you were to have alcohol, you would be tackled. Now, these are almost word for word. I, this isn't word for word, but this is the gist of it. He, you would be tackled if you had alcohol. That's funny. Now, I'm I not, don't see any bumps around Medford getting tackled. Well, I not, see a lot of them drinking. Yeah, I'm not sure what street you live on, but I'll probably see some alcohol tomorrow, and I doubt I'll see any cops tackling anybody. Right. Um, that's so the last of their concern. That's how it started. And <laughs> this is the funny part is... He goes on to say, instead of marijuana, that if you're smoking drugs, so now it goes into, if you're smoking drugs walking down the street, um, they don't do anything. <laughs> and here's the best part. He says, now what they do is they, if the cops find you smoking drugs. Didn't he say in Ashland? It just, he was being in general, oh, I in guess. General. Yeah, like, I guess in Oregon. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he says, if you're caught smoking drugs, which is what it is now, is uh, you are going to be given a bag of Doritos with a warning card in them that says you shouldn't be smoking drugs in public. And I, now, Here's it's honestly this guy was being sincere, telling and, his children. This. <laughs> I can't help it. Great it was so education. funny. And so, I, even without the propaganda, this is the mentality of some people who do not consume cannabis. Right. And I could not go any further with him. I, I, I you I, actually got up and walked away and said, "Thank God you're done. I had Let's to. Let's go. I had to. I really did. Only because you couldn't keep your mouth shut any longer <laughs> well and i don't know what's that saying you you can't fix stupid and is that harsh am i harsh no 
It's true. I really felt like no matter... Facts can sometimes be harsh. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I don't think it would have... I don't think anything it would have said probably would have registered with him. Right. Does that make sense? (laughs) Well, and it kind of would have been, choose your battles. Well, yeah. And I just... It's not your battle to fight. Just let him think that in his own mind and his kids will find out on their own, apparently. Yeah. And let me correct myself. I, I guess I don't mean stupid. I, I was trying to be funny. But the the thing is, is I just, I guess, misinformed or it's 2016. There I is mean, no misinformed. I'm pretty sure that you can figure out a whole lot on your own. <laughs> yeah. And it's, that's it. So anyway, I, it's not, this is not a serious story. This is funny. I just, I wish that we had a way to, I wish I had a way to communicate with this gentleman and hopefully, I guess I wish I could have shared some facts or some info that would have, I mean, these kids are going to grow up thinking that drug smokers, (laughs) which I guess our cannabis users are going to be getting Doritos. So here's my question, I guess. Does that mean... So I'm going to go smoke cannabis and do drugs now in public because I want my damn Doritos. I have the munchies and I heard that the cops are handing out Doritos. I need some free chips. Let's go. I, I so I think it might be an effective... I'm pretty sure that that is definitely false information. I want my Doritos. Let's go smoke some drugs on the street. Yeah, and then what would you tell the cop when he arrests you? Be like, but sir, I was told I get free Doritos. Where's my chips? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So I don't know. The misinformation could go two, two different ways. I mean, literally, they could be afraid of all these drugs being smoked on the street or on they'll the flip. go out to retrieve them <laughs> or they'll go out to get their damn doritos because they're high and i'm sorry when you get high you get the munchies especially if you're a newbie okay there it is so and some guy was saying it when i was walking down the road <laughs> i uh so there you go segue into that i i digress but what, what's next um public heiress donates serious cash to fight medical cannabis sorry florida Right. Long story short, the public heiress named Carol Jenkin Barnett has been donating huge amounts of money to an organization called Drug Free Florida. The group is leading the charge against medical marijuana in Florida. Now, with the new bill to legalize medical cannabis coming up for the vote this November, Barnett and Drug Free Florida are both ratcheting up their anti-cannabis efforts. Can you believe this? This is ridiculous. This sounds like more old propaganda. Exactly. It's if you want to hear more, just we'll put the article on the show notes, and you can you can read a little bit more into it. It's um pretty long and drawn out, drawn out, and we've got some other stuff to do. We, yeah, show. we do. But we just wanted to mention. See, there are still people who are pretty strongly against this whole movement, right? And so just everybody out there let's be aware that um we need to continue to be strong in our resistance for our freedoms on this right there's a lot of states that still have to fight for their right to consume this medicine and right now we have a handful of them that listen to us and Mm -hmm. a shout out to you guys right because you guys are still in the struggle it's it's hard one thing is it's really hard for Oregonians and people in Washington, Colorado. It's hard for us to think about people in these 
prohibition states and what they go through. Uh, What we take for granted, I can go down and I can leisurely pick out a concentrate by several really high-end extractors Mm -hmm. that have spent a long time doing this and and go home and freely enjoy it right and there's states out there that if you attempt any of what i just said you're going to jail Mm -hmm. and that is sad it's really sad and i hope that we can help with that change but i do know that states are falling yeah they're falling every year and we want to hopefully support any other state that's fallen. Yeah. And we here one thing about these interviews is they touch on a few things. Uh, one of them is that that all these states that are fallen, be careful. Um, you know, start medical and try to stick medical. You know, recreational is a tricky little thing, and it can cause some some issues yes. with laws and stuff. So. Yes. Um, but real quick, what we talked about earlier, we did go to the coast. We went to a customer appreciation day, shout out to Spaz and Nick. Now Spaz is, uh, really, truly organ rooted crew. He holds it down for the coast for us and he really set this event up and he's really aggressive, man. This guy is all about the movement and he does some growing himself. He also works in the industry and he is one of those people that is really open-minded yes. and he's humble and he just is a sponge for information and he's... And he always wants to learn more. Yeah. I mean, just right in front of you, you're like, slow down because you're going to learn stuff in front of me before I get a chance. Right. <laughs> so... This guy is awesome. We love working with him. Shout out to you, brother. And uh, also we had Nick, who is really influential in Oregon in terms of on these groups like Facebook. And this isn't something to be... This is a big thing, the social media. And Nick runs one of the biggest groups uh, for us in Oregon. And that's the Oregon Rec Group. And he'll talk more about it. But he uh, does a lot of stuff with the rec side and medical. Uh, he's really big on medical, but he's really supportive of rec. And, and we appreciate that because mm-hmm. we, we do indulge in rec. So Nick will talk more about that. But we have those two coming up. And uh, that how we basically met with these people is through this uh, customer appreciation day. Mm-hmm. And we met a lot of good people. We met a nutrient line that we're bringing on. That's Nectar for the Gods. And it's a great line. They're going to talk more about that. This is in kind of an introduction to that line for for us. We are going to, because they have been so nice to us, obviously they've supplied us with some nutrients that we're going to be able to run side by side with what we normally do. So we mm-hmm. can see the differences. We can do some testing. And they also gave us a little bit that we can use as giveaways so we can have the listeners out there try this stuff and see what they think. Yes, yes. So this is all good stuff that came from the event. We're going to let these two talk about what, you know, what happened and all the details about their grow and give you kind of an idea of what Oregon Coast does and how they hold it down. So let's go into these two guys, okay? All right. All right, here we go. 
Alright, this is Higher Peaks, and I'm here with a couple of special guests today. Uh, we have uh, Spaz uh, and Nick, and Spaz is one of, well, what I would consider, well, you're Oregon-rooted, buddy. Sorry, uh, you kind of represent in the Bandon slash Coquille area. And, uh, right know, on, man. Yeah, we met you uh, recently this weekend at an event that you kind of put together yourself and uh it, it just went it went well and we met a lot of people and um we really appreciate you know what you've done with that so let's let's start with you and you know tell us kind of who you are and you know what you're about we know you uh represent um bully gardens which is in um uh coquille so Yep. You know, yeah, and Bandon as well. Okay, and Bandon. We have two locations. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, let's just start with that and, and kind of tell us a little bit about you and how you kind of got involved with everybody and what's going on. Right on. Well, um, you know, my name is Spaz. That's my nickname. My real name is Sean. Um, I uh, live over here on the coast in Bandon. I've been here since about 2000. Um, I've done several different types of retail throughout my life. Um, and I really enjoy the customer sales and service. A friend of mine had a store over here, local Bully Garden Supply, here on the coast, and established store, which um, I wanted to touch base real quick on that event. I put a lot of that together myself, but, you know, of course, I couldn't have done it without the manager and the boss. You know, they worked their butt off. We'll touch base on that later on. But uh, anyway, my friend had a store here, and I was working retail, and I was working nice, and it's really killing me to work that schedule. So, uh, I started hitting my friend up about some work, and he started tossing around decided to open a second store, and that's where I got hired in. Uh, I was totally green at that point. I'm still green behind the ears. Uh, I've only been in the, had my fingers in the dirt for about a year now. Um, I've had my hands on the computer and been in the store for a little over a year. So I've got a whole bunch to learn, but I've learned tremendous amounts in the last year through uh, interaction with my customers and my own desire to just achieve um, at work. I mean, you've got one of the best jobs, in my opinion, that you could have. I mean, if you're not growing cannabis, then what's better than learning about it and selling people stuff to grow? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what you do your job well, I'll tell you. And, you know, we met through, um, you know, social media, and you had incidentally one of our, uh, won one of our contests, which is funny because it seems like lately you've been winning a lot, but... <laughs> I think you know a lot of people in the industry, so that's good, man. And you, bring you know, I've met a lot of people in the industry, and I think a lot of what's my winning streak, to be honest, I, I'm not a lucky guy like that. What's happened, I think that's the kind of karma shining its way around. Uh, put a lot of work into making that customer appreciation day really big and really special and making my customers feel special. And, you know, just doing my job because that's what I'm there for as customer sales and service behind the counter. I'm there to service people and to do that to my best of my ability, my vendors and my contacts and my friends. And, you know, having, thank God, that, you know, the Internet and, uh, you know, the access like that nowadays, you know, that it, it, all the information's right there. So it's made it rather easy for me. But I tell you, I couldn't do it without the, the daily contact I have with my friends. And a lot of that comes through social media. Well, and that's the thing is that you brought a lot of vendors to the event, and these are important vendors. These are uh, vendors and people and producers and, um, you know, just all kinds of uh, 
uh, people that come together and are from Oregon or around Oregon that are doing good things. And it's really cool that you brought these people together. Uh, but the one thing is that you brought really high end vendors together. And so, I mean, obviously <laughs> you're doing well as far as the, the circles. Now I know you're part of a couple groups. Um, I think one of them is Nectar Fam, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. And it is, it's, that's part of, uh, the Nectar, uh, for the gods, correct? Yes. That's yeah. part of the Nectar for the gods. There's a few different groups. There's a, Nectar for the Gods Growers, which is more advanced grower, detailed uh, um, content, um, not so loose, off-topic, chatty. Now, Nectar Fam is more chatty, but along the lines of growing on every different level, whether you're a brand-new grower, an advanced grower, whether you're doing uh, hydroponic or deep water culture or growing in the soil. And, of course, being Nectar Fam, we tend to cater and detail our information to being in the soil. Um, nectar for the gods is a soil nutrient, so we tend to uh, point direction there. But myself, I run a little bit of deep water culture, and I'm always open. You know, those guys give me excellent pointers in there. So we're not so closed-minded or outside the group or outside the box that we do uh, detail most of our information back towards the Nectar for the gods product and other things that enhance those products. Okay, yeah, and that's perfect. So, and this is where I want to bring Nick in. Nick, are you there, buddy? I am, sir. Okay, so Nick, you're a part of the same group, is that correct? I am. Yeah, both of those groups and and several others uh, that Sean's a member. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, so basically, I guess what uh, we want to talk about is um, what you're associated with and uh, how you know Sean, and let's talk about those two groups. So. Sure. Um, I guess it kind of started, um, I've really been in the social media life. I've, you know, worked in a lot of different professions where I've run social medias for celebrities and things like that. And I've always had a passion for cannabis. Um, I've been growing it for about 14, 15 years, something like that, since I was a, a whippersnapper. Um, and then when this whole talk came around about actually getting a vote on uh, recreational use, my brother and I sat down and thought, you know, since we'd never been medical users, we've always just grown recreationally, you know, always illegally then. Now we can legally grow. And we found that there wasn't really any groups for people that, that weren't medical users but wanted to try and grow their own recreationally, legally. So we created a group called uh, Oregon Recreational Marijuana Friends, about 4.8K 4. people now. Uh, it really nice. kind of caters to the, the person that, you know, doesn't know much about growing and and just wants the, the basics. Uh, yeah, that's where it started. And, I, you know, I found uh, Nectar for the Gods. I've gone through just about every other nutrient line, you know, you can think of over the years. And never found anything so clean and so effective. Uh, not only that, but they're local to me. I like to support local business. And the owner is just an amazing person all the way around. I just couldn't go wrong with it. And so uh, I met Sean, you know, through those circles and, and we became friends. And I, I want to give a shout out to Sean too, as he was talking about customer appreciation day there at Bold was amazing. And he just, that guy is a go-getter, man. He's a, he's a <laughs> pit bull for sure in the industry. So yeah. thank you, brother. Yeah, you are Sean. And, and this Oregon really appreciates it. I mean, you are, you've really 
put all this kind of together and it just continues to grow. You know, we get to talk to um, people that we normally wouldn't get to talk to and, and vice versa. So, I mean, this is a good... Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the contacts I've had by being in the industry. Speaking of contacts, I want to take one second and point out somebody that is dear to Nick's heart, actually, that brought us close together. And she's behind the scenes on a lot of things. And this is a girl that we call Shore Dads. And that's Nick's homegirl right there and my friend. She's dear to our heart. And uh, she she introduced me and Nick via the Internet as well through those groups. So I just wanted to throw a thank you to Shore Dads out there. And uh, she'll hear this. She'll know who she is. Yeah, and, and guys, I, I did see that. She is actively involved in right beside you guys every time I'm looking at something. Yeah, she's always there. And, you know, I, I've reached out to her several times, and she's reached right back. So we do appreciate her. And actually, I talked to you, Sean uh, Spaz, about getting her one of our peacemakers. You know, she's more than welcome to pick out whatever we got. We want to get her something just because, I mean, we don't have much to offer, but – you know, we'll send something her way in a couple containers uh, or whatever. She'll hold it dear, dear to her heart. Yeah. Her, her and her wife both. Uh, her and her wife are amazing. People. Well, maybe They'll we can maybe we can send heart. them a matching set or something. But um, yeah, I mean. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we, man. She, she's. I can see her glowing now. <laughs> well, maybe someday we can, or at least have her on here uh, soon. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's really, uh, she's one of those people who really have compassion for, for the patient. And so when it comes to the medical side, she's constantly trying to, you know, cater strains to different uh, ailments and really just take care of people. She's just a people person. She just, she's a great soul all the way around. Yep. It, it sounds like it. And recently we've seen a lot of her uh, grow pictures and they've been gorgeous. I mean, it looks like she's... Beautiful. Yeah, spot on. So, do you know if she used nectar too, or what? Do you know what she uses? Um, they actually use a secret mix. Ah, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. have a secret mix <laughs> her and her partner, yeah. and they have a, a strain. There's one particular strain that they run that's um, unique to them. You know, a lot of growers do that. Yeah. Um, she does uh, play with nectar as well, though. Um, she's not, you know, against nectar. Like I said, her and her partner do things. So they have a little unique mix that they won't disclose to anyone fully. So I said better call Sorry. Yeah. Well, let's do a shout out to her. You know, short dabs. We love you, girl. And yeah, I mean, yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to involve her. Yeah. And so anytime, like I said, she is our true friend and introduced us and got it all going. But again, you know, I wouldn't be in the position I am. You know, now knowing Nick or, you know, I would know Shorty, but I wouldn't be involved in the groups had I not got my job through my friend. And, you know, that's my boss. I don't know if he wants me to plug him personally by name on the air, but at Bully Garden Supply, he's been a good friend in the position that I have. Is uh, It's really unique and amazing to have the contacts. You know, like I said, I'm a go-getter and I reach out there. And these guys respond to their vendors and their customers and we're, we're their customers. That's what makes it great about the unique, you know, group in Yelp, Oregon, especially. I've got, you know, broad support, especially with my customer appreciation day. Every vendor is very supportive. But you have, like you said, those big names here. 
that was well, amazing. Well, and that's the thing is that even these big names, it doesn't matter. Basically, the whole culture is very, very kind, and and this is what we want to bring out. Um, so before we get back to you, Nick, uh, Spaz, let's talk real quick. I've seen some of your pictures, brother. Don't lie to me. I see you doing what you're doing. Don't lie. I, I'm learning, man. I see I'm it. learning. You, you know, it's a, you it's a hit or simple. miss. You I missed simple. a few times more than I did. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about what you do real quick. You got about a good five, ten minutes. Let's let us know. Let let listeners know what is going on with your grow. Uh, what 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 little secrets you got? And and hey, you know, tell us what's going on. Okay. Well, the thing I. I started out, um, I ran another brand. I ran, I tried a floor series for a while. It was all right. And, you know, it's a good line. It works very, very good in hydroponic. You know, it's a synthetic line. And, you know, it really produces the yields and whatnot. But I'm not running hydro for the most part. I'm soil-based. I started out in an apartment in a three-by-three grow. Once it became recreational and legal to grow, then I went ahead and threw a couple in. You know, a little pop-up, uh, Sun Hut. It's available through Sunlight Supplier or several other places. Um, there's several different chains available. There's a lot of hemp growers coming up out there right now. I threw a simple system in with a 600 watt, and um, I ran a couple rounds in there in the soil. And being as I was in the soil, I got turned on to a box of the Nectar for Gods by uh, some friends. And um, what happened is I tried that after uh, quite some time. Actually, Shorty was involved in getting that to me. There were some other friends that gave it to me. And um, she was the one bringing the nectar to this area, actually, to be honest. And so I tried it. It sat around for a while, and then I tried it because it is a soil baseline. And so I went to the nectar and um, ran a few pots of uh, three-gallon pots and it came out pretty tasty. Well, my next run, you know, I kind of fell on my face. So it wasn't so good. So my next, uh, what I did is I had done there. I'm kind of jumbling over myself. Sorry, guys. What happened is I tried to run the advanced line, and it was a little much for me being a beginner grower. So now I backed back down to the basic line on this run that I'm running in my main tent, as I say, underneath a couple of thousand watt lights. I have four plants. Then I'm running a basic line, which is the Nectar for God's basic four. And I'm running those under a thousand watt light with a couple eight inch fans running through lights, one pulling the exhaust out in a six inch intake. And so that's starting out pretty well. They're showing beautiful sights right now. Um, there's a couple products that I use in hand when I run my nectar. I use SLF 100 religiously, which is a product Spaz. that's made right here locally. Yeah, Spaz, let me stop you just one second now. Not a lot of listeners will know what SLF 100 is. This is kind of an okay. organ thing, and um, it's it's pretty localized right now, but it's a it's a really good secret we have right now. So I just wanted to mention that. We'll go on more about it, but that, that SLF... Yeah, it should be available in most stores now. And Newton, Hayes, he's got it in... Uh, all across the United States. And if it's oh, not okay. available in your store, then we could definitely get you a sample. Um, when we could touch base, we could plug some of those. Nick could help me plug bases where to get samples to the people. But for the most part, it should be available on um, through your suppliers. Oh, and perfect. if not, again, we can make arrangements to get that bottle into your hands. Sure. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. And then uh, another product that I use on days that I'm not feeding, I use a Supreme Grower product, 
Um, it's they have a few different ones. There's a kelp blast, which is pretty much your, as you know with kelp, there's several trace elements that feed your soils as well. Because with being a soil grower, I'm learning again. I'm brand new, so if I say something silly, excuse me, guys. But I'm learning that we feed the soil, grow the roots, and grow the fruits. So if you make the soil and you grow the soil, you'll grow the fruit. So by feeding the soil, that's where these keys come into play. They're full of beneficials. Um, they have, a, obviously, the kelp. You don't have to use their kelp line. You can use any kelp line, but they do have the kelp blast that comes with it. These are granulars when I'm speaking of their kelp right now. It's called kelp blast. And then there's a soil blast nutrient for your vegetative stage, and there's a pre-micro tea that's for your bloom stage. And these are just an added enhancement. These are a very, very simple, uh, I call it a shake-and-bake formula. You, excuse me by biting off of the old shake-and-bake commercial. It's shake-and-bake, and I helped. Well, guess what? It's shake-and-bake, and I'm doing it myself. <laughs> At any rate, you can put this stuff in a bottle. You mix it up. You could shake the bottle. It creates a foam ahead instantly. You can brew it in a, you know, in a tea formula with an aerated stone. It's going to create a tremendous foam ahead immediately. It, too, like Nectar for Gods, is one of the most readily available tea formulas on the market right now. Um, of course, you know, with research and development, things change, you know, all the time. Um, we're not just grabbing the things that are shiny. These are proven to work. So at this time right now, I feel this is one of the best teas on the market for guys like myself that don't know how to grow a tea nice. or guys that don't have time to grow a tea. Okay. This is all the work's done for you. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I add in other than their simple silica. Um, again, Nectar for Gods, SLF 100, and Supreme Grower Products. Nice. Um, they have a few that I haven't added in yet. I'm trying to keep it pretty basic. They have a super kelp and a bud charge. The super kelp has even more beneficials. It has three different kinds of kelp, which uh, I'm not going to disclose all their information because that's for you guys to get one of their reps on there, like Johnny Johnson or uh, James Hall or uh, Shiloh, which are all members of our groups, which you'll get to know those guys too. Um, they're not exactly an organ-rooted or Oregon native family, but they're a really pure, you know, form of food. Yeah. Um, this could be added in simply to Scott's one shot. You know, you could add one shot and do these teas in an outside mix if you ain't got a lot of time, don't have a lot of money, and still want a good yield and return and some great flavors. That's the way to go right there, which I'll let Nick talk about some of these products too, because like I said, I'm new. And uh, I don't want to jumble over the words, but I'm trying to keep it local and not just local, but I'm keeping it real because in my store, I say my store, the store I work in in Coquille, it's almost a night and day difference between Coquille and Bandit. We have a lot of indoor hydroponic farmers on the Bandit coast in our surrounding area, 25 minutes away. It's a little drier and we reach out to the guys that do a lot of outdoor as the season changes. So for me, I get to experience both worlds and get to dabble a little bit in both. Um, I do have a little bit of deep water culture going, which is a little, uh, recirculatory deep water culture, which is a top speed system. And in that system there, I'm running Botanicare. But I do run the simple silica from uh, Supreme Growers. I add in, uh, that's about it, the Botanicare and the simple silica. I almost gave you one of my secrets. I can't tell you that. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'll get you next time. Uh, Mammoth tea. Mammoth tea is a new product too. Mammoth tea. Yeah. Pump and Foster. Yeah. There we go. Mammoth tea. I'm sorry. I knew I was leaving that. one of them out. I've just been experimenting with them. Yes, sir. And uh, Micro B Life Hydro products. I've got very little experience with that, but I'm going to open the door right now for Nick to plug some products. Yes, yeah, well, that's yeah. Per- yeah, that's perfect, Nick. Yeah, so we appreciate that, uh, Spaz. Um, it sounds like you know. Thank for, you, man. Well, for yeah, for a beginner, you is that simple? Did you just? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not, I've done hours and hours <laughs> of research through my friends on media. Nick could tell you, yeah. I pick his brain constantly. Our friend Mario's on there all the time. Shorty, I have my friend Tim McCormick, which was a, uh, an employee of former employee for uh, Supreme Growers, which is a good friend of ours through the threads. Um, Johnny Duncan, he's on there. He's an employee for Supreme Growers. All these guys, Scott Ostrander, uh, Newton Hayes, uh, you know, there's some other guys in there that got products. I know I'm forgetting because I'm just I'm really excited right now, plugging all my guys and all the information. <laughs> all I know is just get involved with us. Uh, and you're there. You're going to see more and more. By being having Oregon rooted with us, this is what it's everything's going to explode. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. and remember, you guys are our leaders. So, uh, Nick, man, it's what's next, buddy? So, you know, I learn a lot from Sean, too, because uh, I'll tell you what, Sean's always the first one to ask the question that nobody else, everybody wants to ask, nobody will. And that's something about Sean is that he is on this continuous. This continuous drive for knowledge, and he just soaks it up. He just never stops learning. He never stops pushing himself. I've got a lot of respect for Sean for that. I can, Thank I, you, bro. Yeah, you you got a lot of drive, man. We appreciate that. You push me, man. You ask me questions. I don't know. I gotta go look stuff up too. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I mean, my customers do it to me on and off throughout the day. You know, and that's that's what's so awesome about this whole huge circle. Well, Nick, sure. I wanted to bring up that, man, it sounds like you're representing REC, buddy. I am, yeah. I mean, not only REC. We do have, uh, I definitely got my hands on quite a few medical grows, you know, that I consult for and, and sure. uh, help out with, too. You know, definitely not anti-medical in any way. No, 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 um, I, di- I didn't mean that. But why don't you explain? Sure. Give us a rundown, bud. Right now we're doing, of course, our four at home. Uh, thank God that they're really not, uh, dinging us on how big they are because, you know, they told me <laughs> I could have four. I'm going to have four good ones. <laughs> uh, right now we're running the nectar line, uh, in their soil. Uh, Oregon's only got several lines of soil that I'm absolutely in love with. A bunch of amendments in them. Uh, we're running what's called uh, the number four soil, which holds a little bit more water. There's a number eight, which is, uh, some more perlite. Uh, they've got a mm-hmm. cool That's why I'm using indoor. Yeah, it's got a better drainage. I, I ran number four indoors, amazing soil, but it did. It was holding on to a little bit of water more than exactly. I would actually So, uh, so we switched it over to eight, number eight inside. And I'm running the full pro line. And like Sean mentioned, the pro line of uh, Nectar for the Gods is definitely not for the day one grower. But for someone who, you know, over the years has been able to fine tune different little systems, uh, you know, to try to get out the, the true expression of that phenotype or that strain. Uh, I've never seen anything so detailed uh, as, as nectar. And the fact that it's so broken into so many products, 
a lot of people get a little scared, you know, and standoffish because they see all these bottles. But really, the basic floor is is an amazing starter. You know, you can't go wrong with it. But but each one of these other products adds just a little something special. Uh, and like Scott says, start with the basic line. You know, each run, add a different product. You know, add another addition and another addition and see what it does. Uh, and play with it. And, and so the fact that it's so split up, we can, us as growers who want to be very meticulous with what goes in and what comes out, we're able to fine-tune in a way that you can't with any other line. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so I'm sold on I, I love this stuff. I, it's amazing. The results have never been so good, uh, you know, from flavor to color to density to growth rate. I mean, and really, you can play with it if you want your plants to stretch. You can stretch them. If you yeah. want tight node spacing, you can do that. If you want more color, more more essential oils, you can do that, you know. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. What is the final product like when it comes to cleanliness? I mean, a lot of people talk about flavor and the, the you know, how clean is it? Nectar's a lot of people talk about having to flush, and I think most people do flush at the end of, of a crop, you know, at the end of a run, to flush out a lot of salts and, and well, a lot of times chemicals, you know, people who are using chemical and synthetics. Yeah. With nectar, it just, it is clean, you know, and we still do flush, but I'll be honest with you, I've had to harvest stuff early that didn't get flush, and I noticed no difference, because it's clean from the start. You're not building up anything nasty, because there is nothing nasty there to build up. You know, everything's immediately available, nothing's, the worst worst problem that you'll have is uh, calcium building up on top of your soil, And, and of course, we all know that these plants need calcium well and i yeah and and forgive me for interrupting but i've heard and and this is because organ rooted is new to this line and we're going to review it but i've heard that it's a calcium rich line is that is that calcium yes it's calcium based okay yeah Yeah. everything rides on the back of the calcium you know and then and ph balance too yeah. yeah, that's a big very thing. critical. Got to be on top of your pH with this line. That's, that's where I slipped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys use microbes? Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I like to talk about that. Like a you bit. mentioned, uh, you mentioned mammoth pea, but the real, uh, the real strength, I think, that we can both agree is SLF 100, and it's uh, basically that kind of helps me roll from that calcium deposit on the top layer of your soil, the reason that I ran into SLF was in the conversation with the owner of Nectar, um, how, you know, what should we do about this calcium deposit that we're being built up? And he recommended the product. And I was skeptical because I didn't think that it would be that dramatic. You know, I figured, okay. And, and at the time, I didn't know Scott as well as I do now. And now I don't question the work that comes out of that. <laughs> Ever, you know? <laughs> So I, I started trying it, and sure enough, two or three applications, and it was literally gone. Wow. And so after digging a little more into this product and finding out, you know, a little, a little I'm still not a, an expert on it, but yeah. I, honestly, I don't think that there's anything like it. It complements the nectar line perfectly, uh, to the point where now if you get a sample box of nectar, um, more than likely the SLF 100 will be included in there. I was going to say, through that, if you get it from the plant, chances are. I did get some boxes donated through sunlight, you know, for our event the other day. They did not have them. But the new ones, 
will have the SLS 100. I believe they'll have Photo Plus too, right? Yeah, I was going to say, as well as a sample of the um, Micro B Life uh, hydroponic product called Micro. Yeah, uh, another Earth. another great line. Uh, second shot on that Micro Life. Uh, yeah. Using a lot of their stuff for foliars. Great stuff. Um, so the Photo Plus is amazing. What I wouldn't. <laughs> it depends. I had a grow tent in my bedroom. So when it comes to anything that smells really strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget to disclose that one. Well, <laughs> yeah, did, so isn't there some sulfur off gassing or something that's uh, very much? There's an, a product yeah. in there that keeps it active for a year after opening. Yeah, keeps the live bacteria. Is it bacteria? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It keeps the live bacteria open for uh, a year shelf life after opening. So, but when you open this, don't kick the dog outside. Don't look at the old lady weird. <laughs> And, you know, and let her know that you didn't, you know, eat beans at work. Yeah. Because it's, or eggs, excuse me, eggs. Eggs, yeah. Eggs and sulfur. <laughs> yeah. You know, what can I say? But it works. It really works, you know. And I I have to kind of revert back to some of my biology and botany background. Just because it doesn't smell good to us doesn't mean the plant doesn't like, you know. So, yeah, yeah that's the one thing with a photo plus. It definitely smells. Actually, it's a funny story, Sean. <laughs> Sean and I went to uh, Nectar for the Gods customer appreciation. What was that? Two or three months ago? Uh, uh, yeah, it's been at least two months. Or so, yeah. And uh, I had never used the Photo Plus before then. I was using a product uh, that actually consists of half Photo Plus called uh, um, Root. Nerds? Or the Root, yeah. Root, yeah. Okay. And so... Uh, I kept hearing everybody talking about this photo plus and how bad it smelled. And so uh, I walked up to our good friend Carl and, and asked him if I could smell it. I didn't know it was an unopened <laughs> bottle, but he let me open the bottle and punch the seal and take a whiff in front of everybody. <laughs> it was a yeah, revelation. That, that's Carl Gorka from uh, Micro B Life. He also has some amazing products from uh, Blacksmith. Yeah, um, he just wonderful. released two new ones, which Nick can tell you more about those again. Like I said, I'm new. I know of these products, and I know the very basics of them. But to explain them proper, I'm gonna, you know, like this. I'll refer to Nick a lot, but I know that the, there's one called Forge, which is beneficial stemitosis, which is uh, better than actinovate um, by comparison. From what I understand, um, it has a longer shelf life. It has a few extra products in there. Um, it could be used to treat powdery mildew as well as added into your applications. Again, I'm rather new to that one. There's also a nitrix, which pulls nitrogen from the air and fixes it to the plant, which is also beneficial. Nice. Very nice. cool. And, and two new ones yet? you just released. Yeah, um, actually, I'll let Nick talk because Nick's used the Forge and noticed more of it than I have. I haven't tried the nitrate yet. I apologize, Carl. I do have a sample pack he gave me at that organ day. I did try day. I tried the sample pack of Forge that Carl was cool enough to send me. Um, I'm not sure that I isolated enough to really be able to speak directly on it. I will say that everything that got it was absolutely uh, ecstatic, but they were also getting a lot of other good stuff from Carl and, and Nectar too, so it's, you know, it'll be hard to isolate that. Um, one that I have completely isolated is, uh, excuse me, is the SLF. 
and ran the cloner. That's another thing. SLF will keep your cloner clean. And I mean, oh, yeah. really the, the basis of SLF is, is when you soil drench with it, you're, you're breaking off anything at the tip of those roots that would block uptake. So you just, and then you end up with this ridiculously clean, white, beautiful root system. Nice. And so the cloner, uh, the cloner, I don't know, I would imagine it's used in hydro too, uh, just to keep everything clean and, you know, completely natural product stops things from getting gummed up. Yeah. And when you're running a calcium based line, you know, we all know what happens to calcium when it starts to harden. Yeah. It can be hard, hard to get rid of and, and eat up. And this stuff just blasts right through it. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. I have a few customers running in their uh, cloners that agree that they're completely sold after using it. They noticed a completely cleaner system. I have a friend with a recirculatory, a newer um, version. Mine's um, home built. He has one that's actually top feed built by the company. Um, forgive me for not knowing the name of it right now, but at any rate, it's a recirculatory deep water culture system with a top feed, and he's been running the SLF. And he said he's noticed his system runs way cleaner. It's pumps, it's reservoirs, it's sprayer, and it's cloner. The roots look better, uh, healthier. When he lifts his buckets and his pots, you can see tremendous white roots, way cleaner than it's been. Well, and microbes seem to be a big thing now. Uh, people are really, really getting into this. Um, Thank God. <laughs> well, with the SLF, it's, it's not so much a microbe. It's actually, there's four beneficials that... Um, they're enzymes, correct, Nick? Mm-hmm. And there's four main ones, excuse me. There's many of them in there. There's four basic ones that are familiar to us. And forgive me, I'm on my phone. I can't pull up the file. But Newton has tagged it for us several times. Um, there's four basic ones that work in conjunction to basically break down, like Nick said, the calcium deposit not only in the nectar for God line, but they use it in industrial pipeline. You know, they use it to break down the calcium deposits there. That's how strong this stuff is. So as when I say strong well, do That's not legit. be confused. You cannot abuse other than your pocketbook SLF. Obviously, you want to put water in it. You don't want to just water SLF 100 and expect something to fucking happen. Oops, excuse my language around there. Something to happen. But you have to add water to it, obviously, and you bringing, I mean, come on now. That's just basic. But what I'm yeah. saying is when I measure it, it's not like I need, you know, 10 millimeters. Sometimes, you know, it's like, whoops. You know, a 10 or 12 gallon reservoir for my little four bucket system in there. You know, I use a shot glass and, you know, try and keep it around there, you know, but who knows? It goes over, you know, five millimeters to 2.5 is recommended, but I get up in, you know, 10, 15 milliliters. You could do an immediate salts breakout with, I believe it's a couple of teaspoons per gallon, you know, over repetitive treatment. Again, we'll get Newton in some more information. If Newton doesn't necessarily want to be on the mic, we'll get someone here with the info on it. <laughs> well, let me so ask you this. this let, me, the users. let me give you, a, both of you, uh, this is a question for both of you. Let me give you a hard question here. And maybe this is something I need to go to, um, you know, um, the big guys for. But these are newts that are liquid. And I feel like some of the listeners are going to be like, well, you're paying a lot of water price there. No. 
Um, I want to plug a video real quick for anybody that's curious on what we're talking about. First of all, I am not completely 100% against any line anywhere unless they're going to be putting poison into you, which in poison, you know, we're talking, I hate to say it, but like Monsanto or however the hell you say that door's name from Scott's Miracle Girl and shit like that. Yeah. I'm not going to allow you to use that. No, but no, no. It's just I, the big, as the big a salesman, yeah, I the... sell everything in my store. If you want to use a synthetic line, I'm going to sell you a synthetic line and I'm going to look for what you're using. But the thing with these lines is that um, some of them you might, you know, fill our water down. Some of them have 18 bottles to add them up. When you get to the Nectar for God soil line, though, these are the most readily available soil nutrients on the market right now. And there's a video at www.youtube.com, which we're all familiar with. It's a monster garden video, and it's on Nectar for the Gods, and it's the simple four, and he has the advanced line. And you could watch that video, and you're going to get more information than your brain could possibly process, nice. unless you're the, a badass botanist working at UC Davis <laughs> or somewhere above. Yeah. Because those guys still don't know what Scott and his friend Frank, we need to include Frank in this because he's behind the scenes. But these guys got some amazing stuff going on. Hey, Nick, so, you want to chime in but on again, that? I would, I would say, well, first of all, I think it's important to know what you're, what you're looking at in, in these bottles. These are all uh, these are all organic, and I'm going to say organic. I know that we could probably all go back and forth over the term organic all day. These nutrients are not labeled as organic. Okay, they're not. Uh, uh, and they don't have the organic seal. They don't have the OMRI seal because right. some of the right. products are derived from a mineral rather than right. livestock. Minerals are not there. Uh, minerals are not technically organic material. They don't recognize. All right. It's an all-natural product. No, That's what we lack, though, on Mariah. And let me digress. Basically, what you're saying is is an organic product is going to have a carbon atom attached. So, yeah, without getting too detailed, basically it's going to come from a live source. So if it's a nitrogen molecule, it's going to come from a live source that in the end is going to have a carbon molecule attached what you're talking about is a natural source, which is, it still is, I mean, it's it's no, it's no as organic and natural as you're going to get. It comes from the earth. Right. True um, that. Yeah. True that. And but, mostly these lines are, what we speak of are things that work and enhance organic-natured or clean-natured farmers. Again, I work in a store, I'll, I sell anything and everything that people want to use. I've used it myself. I use Botanicare in my deep water culture because that's closer to organic and clean as I could get. Again, I'm in touch with a lot of organic and um, dirt farmers in the Coquille area, where over in the Bending area, you have a lot of synthetic growers because they're running hydroponic systems. A lot of them are running flora series, some run advanced nutrients. I'm not totally against those. I I am against, you know, some things which I'll keep my personal opinions of company owners or whatever, which, you know, I kind of picked on Monsanto's, but we all know what's up with that. <laughs> you know, those products, they produce. They produce huge amounts of yield, et cetera, et cetera, but we call them salty balls. Excuse yeah. my term. Well, Nick, you were, <laughs> Nick, you were saying uh, with that on the organic part, I didn't mean to cut you off, buddy. No worries. 
No, no. There's a there's a couple reasons that I hear commonly that people shy away from not only just bottled news but from the nectar line specifically. Uh, the calcium nitrate being in Medusa, Medusa's magic, which is one of their their basic four, um, is is something that people shy away from just because it can't be labeled as organic. And I think it's important for people to know that that this product is made from digested chicken livers. And so the only way that they could neutralize those acids was with a calcium nitrate. It's not a form of nitrogen for your plant. It's, you know, it's not being taken in as a nitrogen. It's actually just there to, as, a, as a buffer, really, or as a neutralizer. A preservative, I guess, would be the best way to say The other thing, like you mentioned, would be water. And so, again, we go back to the manufacturing process and the fact that these are all natural and all organic inputs that are being naturally digested, enzymatically digested in a way that is unique to, to nectar. And so what you end up with, with is this, is this enzyme eaten sludge at the end that is going to contain water, but your bang for your buck comes in availability. And so in the same quart that you would get of, of nectar, of a nectar product, versus a quart of, you know, the next bottle of nutrients. Your uptake, the cleanliness, no salts, you know, it's just it's just a superior product. And so I think I think the water uh, is, is probably gonna be on some people's minds, yeah, and I and I hear that a lot. But more is what I well, more of what I hear is that it's not organic, it's calcium nitrate. And so people automatically take that. You know, being an inf- misinformed or being just, you know, simply ignorant, which is fine. People automatically take that as a, oh, that's unnatural or synthetic, and we're not going to use that. So I, I think it's important to point those things out about the line. Well, that's great. I appreciate that. And that really kind of clarifies, um, I guess, why there's so much liquid in there. And, and I've never had a problem with it. But like you said, it seems like there's a lot of people that bring that up, and you're like, ah, okay, well, sure, let's address that. So It's a valid concern. You know, I, there's... Another reason that I would give to people, and you know, it's, it's more of a personal reason, is because I know Scott as a person, the owner of the company, the brain behind it all, not the only brain behind it all, but the main mover behind it. And the guy is an honest, hardworking, down-to-earth guy. He's not out to get yes, you. honestly motivated by helping people grow a better, a better vegetable or better cannabis or, or whatever it may be. And that's his motivation. Exactly. So when you have a guy who runs a company motivated by that, it's, it, you know, it's really hard to go wrong. <laughs> Especially with a product. A salesman, you could say what you want to get a person to buy a product. I mean, if people come into me and they don't know anything, if I didn't hear that, I'll sell them anything on the shelf. You know, whatever. But that's not my nature. My, for, my first thing I do as a salesman is fill out the need of the customer. And that's the thing with Scott, is he fills out the need of the customer. He has not forgot the need of the customer, whether he's the little guy, you know, working in the store, working for someone else, or now that he owns a company. He's not forgot the customer, you know. And he really cares about what he puts into his body, not just in his cannabis, his medicine. You know, these are guys that are farming their their food, Newton. SLF 100. Yeah, Newton was another guy that said, just like Scott, incredibly smart, incredibly giving, and all about the customers. They're not out to make a buck, which is almost impossible to find uh, in in the cannabis community right now. Yeah. When you know? people talk to Scott and they and they figure out, like you watch the video, 
and you're like, if you know anything about chemistry, botany, whatever, you know, you look at these products and you're like, dude, that takes a lot of time. It's bone mill. What is it, 10 weeks or something, Nick, to break down in a silo? Yeah. You know, he's definitely not making killings. People are like, dude, why don't you do it this way and mass produce and make more money? Right. You know, why don't you have a mass bottling machine instead of a few families, you know, some people from families bottling in your company? Why were you running a hand bagger up until just here recently? Why do you get away so much product? You know, that's exactly. The guy doesn't advertise. Uh, You know, he's not in the big magazines or, you know, I'm not going to shout out any specifically. They know who they are. He's not on the pages of the big mags or in the big websites. Sure. It's all working out. We don't put that money there. He puts the box in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we noticed that. And then you come back like I did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Newton puts the bottle in your hand and you come back like I did. Yeah. Again, there's other products out there that do work. I'm not going to deny because I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, we're only plugging, you know, but this is what we use. This is what we plug. I'm using a Botanica line right now. I'm seeing beautiful results. I like what's happening in that room. I'll let you know what the flavors are. You know, it looks beautiful. It looks really clean. And Botanica is a cleaner line as far as synthetics go, you know, so that's why I went that way. Plus, I, you know, everybody around me runs a floral series, so I kind of wanted to experiment being a different, you know, newer guy. I said, oh, well, I'm going to go out on a limb and try this Botanica. You guys already know how that works. Being as a salesman, being in the store, let me try this. But again, I tried to run a little cleaner. So, you know, it's not like there's not other products out there. These are some of the cleanest, best products for organic or natural farmers. Now, SLF 100, it doesn't matter any product you're running in your house or not, SLF to simple water in your house plants is going to help. Microbe life. I use everything in my house. All my house plants, all my vegetables, everything gets it to me. Supreme grower products, you could add to anything in your garden. Yeah, and again, don't forget well. the products we're talking about aren't, these are not just cannabis oriented because I know this podcast, it's Oregon Rotary, it's cannabis related, but these are products that could be used in anywhere. And in this day and age, people are growing more and more of their own food. Well, if you and, want clean food, these are some of the cleanest sources. Yeah, and the important part here is that, yes, we are cannabis related, but we want these products that we use on cannabis to be able to be used on other products. And that's one thing I want to point out briefly is I I do work at Bully Garden Supply. I have plugged Bully Garden Supply a lot. I love my boss. I love my job. I love what I do. But please let's not be confused what I do at home with my medical, which I have, or my recreational, which is also legal, which, you know, I don't have a bunch. I have four and four, which I could have six and who knows, or six and four, I could have a bunch of phones and whatever by my I'm not playing those numbers or games. I'm trying to learn. My job is to be in a store. I need to understand the product. That's what got me started. I love cannabis. I've always been involved in it. But don't confuse the storefront with what I do. I use the products out of the store because that way I know what to tell the customers. Yeah, that's one thing. I understand what they're asking about. Well, (laughs) He he likes to know the product personally before he can... You can talk about. It. I, I, mean, I respect that a lot. Yeah, and the yeah. best sales is word of mouth. I mean, if you use it and it works, you're going to talk about it. 
If it didn't work, by God, you're really going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I get the same thing. Yeah, and I sell something, it either worked or didn't, and I know immediately if it didn't, <laughs> they come right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and from what I've seen, is all this stuff has been, you know, really legit. So, um, what I did want to talk to you uh, about, Nick, actually, is that what's what's go you you've talked about your products and stuff, but you really haven't talked about in detail what you do. Like, how do you do it? What's yeah? I mean, are yeah, you I outside, love, love inside? Uh, do you? I mean. You just grow tomatoes. Uh, both, <laughs> uh, you know. In the in the winter time, I'm uh, I'm indoors in a tent. It's in my bedroom. Um, it's really, you know, I'm I'm only really only grow for me and, and my wife, you know, recreationally for us. Yep. yep. But we've really, really pushed for um, the rest of my life spent growing has either been, you know, the the water boy. You know, I picked up a lot helping other people in a lesser role, or you know a period of years and then growing for myself as well. But right now at this point, we're really pushing for uh, connoisseur, you know, mom and pop, small grow quality, uh, you know, cup quality stuff, indoor and outdoor with all the runs. And so that way I can keep them small. And I'm, I'm a really firm believer and I didn't touch really on too much on the group that, that we created, the recreational group. Yeah, let's, let's touch more but on that. There was, you know, there's, we could, we could look at, 50, 60 people probably in Oregon alone who have been battling to get legalization on the books for decades. People who have spent time in prison for their beliefs, people who have lost everything, people who have fought tooth and nail for the privilege that we have to be able to grow our own now. And so we really try to be strict. You know, there's absolutely no sales. And you know, as well as I do, that cannabis-related groups are getting you know, shut down left and right yep. for illegal activity. And so I really feel that that kind of brings a, uh, it's like a slap in the face to a lot of people who work really, really hard to put those laws on the books uh, for people to take advantage of those laws. And so we really try to push, you know, keep it legal. If you feel it's not enough, let's do it through the right channels. You know, let's ask for changes to be made to legislation and stuff. And so we're real big on the legal side. Um, that and and just helping the average grower to grow. And, and I've noticed in the community, especially in Oregon, that there are people that you would never, ever have expected would want to try to grow cannabis. And I've known that, you know, since before, you know, with certain people. But, oh. I mean, there are just I so see thousands, thousands. Yeah. Daily. It's and daily. Yeah. And from all walks of life. From all religions, all political parties, yeah. I think that it's really something all that ages. has mm-hmm. been, it's been stewing and festering, especially, you know, on the West Coast, especially in Oregon and Washington for years, that this whole underground community of really wonderful people who have been afraid. And uh, so I'm, I'm really trying to push to try to kind of kill the stigma. Let's teach our children about cannabis. Let's be open and bold about it. Let's tell our friends and our pastors and, and whoever, people who we hold in high regard that we would have hidden it from before. You know, if we're going to treat it like alcohol, let's treat it like alcohol. I often bring up the fact that we can have a barbecue, a good old American barbecue in our front yards, and have a couple beers and a cop would drive by and say nothing. But if we're smoking a joint in our front yard, it's in public view. Oh, man. You know, a horrible misconception. 
it's well, a bummer. If I'm yeah. if I'm standing in my window in my living room and the blinds are open and someone on the street can see me smoking a joint as I watch TV, technically I can be ticketed for that. So I think that we still have a long way to go to make you know adjustments and tweak things here and there. But uh, I say let's not stop fighting. Let's keep it legal so that they don't take it away from us completely. And uh, you know, let's stay the course. There's a lot of work to do this. So. Okay. Yeah. And well, here's the thing. It, they're going to treat it like that, so personal, like it's a killer. I don't want to see somebody smoke a cigarette, in my view. Yeah. There you go. Well, there's a thought. Yeah, and we won't plug that, but there's a thought. Just leave that, you know, little food for thought out. Well, yeah, <laughs> and and like you said, Nick, the, the big thing here is that there's this big hypocrisy that we have that is just out there, and we've talked about this in in a previous episode. But you know, it's okay to be at the barbecue and have a beer or even hard alcohol and mm-hmm. have that, you know, out in front of kids, even available, I mean, out on the table. And But if you were to uh, smoke a joint or uh, anything that was even safer than that, like nowadays we have pens and we have all different kinds of options. Sure. Uh, God forbid you have a six-foot six foot, uh, volcano bag full of, Vapor in your yard, right? Exactly, and and all of a sudden you go from this, um, you know, just a regular everyday person into this demon, and so I, I really agree. Mm-hmm. Oregon Root is all about the smaller home grows, the four to six plants, mainly because we want to keep that culture. We want to uh, promote sure. um, people providing their own medicine, being able to mm-hmm. freely. Uh, at least choose to provide their own medicine and um, be able to, you know, partake in it in a, in a manner that's consistent with any other behavior that we accept as a normal, sure. you know, uh, habit in society. Because um, it's not a bad thing. The only reason it's bad is because of how the propaganda and how we're brought up to think of it right the stigma and yeah. it is it's been it's been pounded in deep to the minds of you know a lot of, a lot of people in this country and, it, and it's it sucks and it's sad but at the same time there's definitely hope on the horizon i can tell you right now that 10 years ago there is no way that i would think that we'd be having this conversation <laughs> correct yeah so yeah and, and and here we are yeah and and we're that much closer to it you know and and it's it's because of people we call it what we've we brought it up before, but what we call it is civil disobedience. It's not really um, what you would call breaking the law, but it's it's folks like you that have pushed the envelope and have um, been doing this as a passion for a lot longer than you know just July, sure. you know first whatever two thousand fifteen. So, um, we appreciate you guys and I hope that you guys keep continuing the fight and bringing out all this good knowledge. <laughs> you too. I think you've got a great platform, uh, and I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. And I love it. Oh, so dude, I'm so stoked to be here tonight. I just hope I didn't jumble on and ramble on too much. No, you're a natural, Sean. You killed it, brother. Yeah, absolutely. No, know, thank you, brother. You got you to gotta realize every word, you know, all these things that we're talking about are uh, next level stuff. This is There's a lot of prohibition states left. You know, we have a lot of states, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. No, Michigan's legal. Uh, Illinois. Um, Idaho is going to be a tough one. Yeah, it is. Utah. Just, uh, you know, we have several we listeners. We need to from Utah. Uh, plug one thing when we talk about that, though. As as our states vote in, vote in your medical programs. I fully 100% endorse that. Be very careful what you do with your recreational. Right. Yeah. Watch the back door. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's what yeah. you're looking for. Watch yeah. for the back door. You know, I had a watch other state recreationals with another veteran grower, um, uh, the Oregon chef. He's up in Salem. Uh, another great guy, master grower. Uh, but we, uh, I wouldn't call it an argument. We got into a small debate um, as he had posted that he had just received. A, he went down, and I guess it's a, it's a hundred dollars for three years for a license. Uh, workers permit, cannabis workers permit, and so, mm-hmm. and, and he was excited. I didn't want to bring his buzz down. I love the guy, but I started thinking about that and thinking to myself, okay, well, and then this is to work at a farm, even if you're sweeping floors at a cannabis legal cannabis grow, or you're just watering plants, you're not serving it to anyone. And so his argument, you know, my argument was that why should we have to pay a hundred dollars for a permit? Why should we pay to work? Yeah, for and a guy so that's think trying to the, give us a job. You think about he's employing you. Think about a wine uh, a wine vineyard. You know the guys that are working in the field. They don't need special permits to work in the alcohol business. No, you know, and so and that's just another another example of small things that we need to tweak. I see them just milking every dollar they can out of this. I I want to have tax money. I want it to go to roads and schools and stuff. But but come on, if we're going to treat it like alcohol, let's do that. I know that you need an OLCC license to serve alcohol. Yeah. So maybe the bud tenders need to be licensed to do that. But to see yeah. floors that grow $100 for three years, I just need a job, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. You're trying to get him to do the job, and he's got to come up with 100 bucks to get a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you sense. You know, and whether it's like, oh, well, your grower, your your employer could just pay us that. Okay, let me just pay this other 100 Let me pay this other 500 Let me pay this other 4000 right. Pay this other blah, blah, blah. And what they've Let's done, go. even to the medical guys, now, because of recreational, is has imposed all these rules and regulations, all these restrictions, yeah. security cameras, situations, documentation. They're pushing their, all of the mom and pop people out, just like they've tried to do with every other industry. Washington State doesn't even have medical at all anymore. It's completely yeah. abolished from what I heard. So yeah. we, we do need to be careful with the wording. I know that a win is not always a win. Right. Uh, but I'm yeah. that Measure 91 was. Yeah, you when you fight the battle, be careful. Right, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yep. Well, and so let's wrap up with that, guys. Um, here's the important thing: is that right now, every word you guys are saying is being heard across two countries right now, and they're, you know, looking. That's crazy. Yeah, it that is. That blows me away. It is no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Oregon and, rooted. You are awesome. <laughs> And they're looking. How do, you, how do you reach that far, man? I just met you the other day, bro. You're like me and Nick. You're a normal <laughs> dude. How do you do that? <laughs> it's, it's the magic of the internet. <laughs> I tell you, man, that's the magic of the industry that we're involved in. Yeah. Well, and here's here's the deal, guys. The best part is is that we are truly leaders. Everybody is looking towards us. We're like when you talk about the green or the emerald triangle we're beyond that. We're kind of like the focal point of, of yeah. And, and yeah, 
we got some some friends. We got Washington, we got California, we got Alaska, we got Colorado, and we got a few other handful of states that are doing some stuff. But the bottom line is that we're actually um, the 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 first. We're the uh, pioneers. We're the uh, yeah. We're on the forefront. This is a wild wild west. Exactly. <laughs> And so people are kind of like tuning in, going, "All right, what's going on? What what should we do? What shouldn't we do?" And and yeah, so, I kind of thought we were following following Colorado's lead, but we only followed their lead in the recreational. We've had a medical program for many many years, a very successful medical program. And yeah, you know, the thing again that touches base: the success of our medical program is we didn't touch, we didn't fix what wasn't broke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we're just, we're a different culture. Um, they have a yep. lot of research going in Colorado, but Oregon has a lot of just deep-rooted, hardcore growers that have been doing this for friggin' three decades. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these guys Agreed. have been, yeah, these guys are just born and bred doing it. And, and every, you know, these other states are, are falling in suit, but they just, there's this area they're looking, they're looking to us for sure i mean even more so than washington state just i think just because we have such like you said a deep rooted culture of farmers and growers and just uh i don't want to say the hippie culture but there's a lot of that out here too and you know, it really uh it really gives us a leg up because like you said there's there's probably more underground growers who've been growing 20 years plus in the state of Oregon than anywhere except maybe California or the United States. Huh. I grew up in Northern California all my life in a little town called Clear Lake, not, you know, a few hours from Humboldt. So we always had good, you know, good smoke down there too. And then, you know, the hydro scene, the indoor scene started coming around. I came up here to Oregon in 2000 and man, to watch the progress with the, the, the indoor as well as the concentrates that people are pulling out. Um, wow. Some of the strains are just simply amazing up here. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunate to be here and be in it. It, It's great. And it's people like you guys that are really bringing it to the forefront. So we appreciate you guys. And, uh, we really, you know, anytime you guys want to come on the show, bring some knowledge, you guys are welcome. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, we're down to be back. We love it. We'll get our friends here too. We'll get a whole group of us here. We'll get a bunch of us talking. And man, when you guys gonna have enough. a when you guys gonna have like a like a West Coast Cannabis Cup or something that you guys can Sean. Well, sets up. we're trying to get a little Nectar Fam meeting over here from the Oregon, you know, and close, you know, area. And then some of the other guys are trying to get some around, but. I don't know about a big old cannabis throwdown. Who knows? <laughs> we might have to, you know, we might have to start plugging that through your show and through our contacts and see what we could do. Yeah, and I know Sean would be balls of the wall, man. Yeah, right. like, I want to judge. I'm putting Sean in the front of organizing the whole thing. It'll be done in three days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, hey, man, I couldn't have done that customer thing without all the vendors out there, you know, and we couldn't have done none of it without the customer. And that's yeah, what we are, and, and we're all a customer. We're all a consumer, a connoisseur, a user, sometimes an abuser, unfortunately. But, you know, we're all out there, and we all make it go around, you know. I'll, 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 I'll own the user thing, man. I'll, I'll own the abuser thing. I don't mind that. <laughs> I but do yeah, want to, I to do a big shout out to 
the people out there, you know, those little guys, those guys that go in the store that feel like they're this, this silly guy asking a question, be like me, ask that silly question. Don't be afraid to go in there and, you know, buy a little bottle. Don't be afraid to ask for a sample. You know, don't abuse it, but don't be afraid to ask for a sample. Yeah. You'd be surprised. There's companies out there that will help you guy out to get you going. Um, for one, they know that they're, they're going, you're going to come back. They got a good product. You'll be back. It's worth it for them to give you that sample. Yeah. But don't abuse that, you know, because yeah. that is a normal Joe Schmoll. You know, that's a guy putting the bottles together with his kid. Like, you know, not the guy the that's getting the free samples up. and selling them on Craigslist. Oh, we don't like that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. But yeah. these guys will give you their products. You try it. There's you know a, lot of, are. a lot of these out there. Any product that we plug, if your intentions are true, we could get these products into your hand. Yeah. And Facebook, get on there. Facebook, Nectar Fam. Uh, SLF soldiers were a little selective about who we let in there, but if you come in the Nectar fan, we're pretty open there, real easy. Nectar for God's growers, a little more, you know, that's real detailed advanced growers of the Nectar for God's. They keep it real streamlined. Nick's recreational group, that's an amazing group. Well, yeah, yeah that's Nick, an older recreational You want to plug any of that, buddy, before we go? You want to plug some, uh, some of your groups there? Yeah, for me, it would just be the, uh, the Oregon Recreational Marijuana Friends Group. Uh, yeah. Come on over there and introduce yourself. Um, yeah, give us a shout-out there. Definitely tell us. Uh, if you heard about us on this podcast, definitely let it be known uh, on the group. We'd love to have you. Excellent. Yeah, for sure. Hey, there's a couple other things, people that we didn't mention. Nick, my kicks yeah. are dirty and scuffed. What do we do? <laughs> What the it's hell? Not exactly, Nick, wait, uh, wait, Nick. Not Nick, exactly Nick. related. But, uh, I uh, don't care. I don't care, Nick, buddy. You're bringing the knowledge, right. buddy. So. We've got uh, so me besides the the cannabis thing. I've got another hobby. Let's do sneakers. this. What is it? I'm a big big sneakerhead. I started a company here in Eugene, home of the Ducks, uh, called Sneakerhead Fix. We do custom shoes. You need a, a, a pair of weed shoes painted up. Uh, we do restorations and we do sales of exclusive, mostly high-end Jordans and stuff. But uh, if you got a beat-up old pair that's worth a little money or a collector's pair that needs cleaned up, needs a new sole, new paint job, repairs, or just a good cleaning, uh, Sneakerhead Fix, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Yeah, get, check that out, too. Yeah, and, and I will uh, uh, I'll do something to to promote you on the Instagram, buddy. Um, Cause I saw you on there, and it looks like you guys do a damn good job. Thank you. It's just me. It's a, been a passion of mine for years. I love sneakers, and uh, and it sounds like I you're only trying to hit the high end stuff. Like you, you hit the the legit like three, four, five hundred dollar. He's got some ball in shoes. Yeah, yeah. No, we. Uh, I mean, up to uh, up to a pair of restored forty thousand dollar M M&M and M Jordans. Oh uh, man. Regular pairs of yeah. five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars shoes. He'll fix up your normal stuff, but you know it's going to cost you a little bit. These, you know, these aren't you know just your normal run of the mill fifty dollars shoes. These are your. I know there's uh, some sneakerheads out there listening. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there you are. Know, it's yeah. summertime. It's summertime. <laughs> You're keeping your car fly. What happens when you throw with some two dollar kicks on? Exactly. Put back in your bucket. <laughs> That's the perfect image. I'm using that for a commercial. <laughs> but hey, there's another guy I want to plug that um, was out of our area. He um, works with a place called Buddha Box, and his name is Sean Crouch. 
and he donated some Buddha Box. I want to plug Buddha Box as well as Sean. He donated to our event the other day. I promised him that I would plug him when we did get on this. Buddha Box could be ordered monthly by subscription. Um, Sean Crouch is a member of Buddha Box. It does sell those. I don't know what the complete gig is, or, although I know that they're a badass little kit you can get monthly, and then every so often they throw out a bigger one. So that's you know a little something for the heads out there. Uh, let's see, there is uh, Mike. What is Mike's name? Nick from uh, Free the Clone, Free the Clone Project. Wanted to throw that out because he was at our Customer Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Malich Music Festival, did I say that right? With Larry Arman and Sydney. I think so, yeah. yeah. And Riddle, there's a big music festival. All these things can be plugged in, seen on Facebook. Yeah, and we will uh, plug that. We we talked to. Uh, yeah, we, we will be plugging yeah. these people lately. It's just these yeah. are promises that I made that were involved in my customer appreciation day the other day. Um, again, I want to thank all of my customers, all of my vendors, Sunlight Supply, uh, Can Can, uh, Johnny Grow, Botanicare. Oh God, I can't think of them all right now. Um, obviously, the local ones: Newton Hayes, Nectar for the Gods, Southern Oregon Bakashi, Evan, Southern Oregon Bakashi. We will get you in contact with him. That's an amazing soil amendment from right yeah. here in Southern Great. Oregon as well. Uh, there's I can't even plug them all. Every vendor out there that supports us at Bully Garden Supply. If you're connected with Bully Garden Supply or Sunlight Supply, because you don't order direct from a lot of people, we order your products from Sunlight Supply. Um, I'm all over Facebook. You can see your products there. At any rate, I wanted to plug those guys. I promised that I would plug Free the Clone, the Music Festival, and Buddha Box, especially, as well as my boss and friend and manager and employees. My employees were incredible. Bully Garden Supply, dude, my staff. I say my staff because I got this title assistant manager, and this is when I get to use that title. You get to use my staff. You know, the, the crew, our family, they rocked it, man. We kicked ass the other day. That was absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Nick, I appreciate your knowledge, man. You're welcome anytime. In fact, I'll probably hit Absolutely. you up. Absolutely. I'd love to be back. Yeah, man. Much love to you in the movement. I, I appreciate what you're doing. And quick shout out to my boy, Mike Gooley, over on the coast. I know he's with me, too. All right. There, there you go. go. Yep. Oh, yeah. We got all kinds of SFS soldiers in there. And really important, peacemaker gear. Because <laughs> without them... And Oregon rooted, none of this show would be happening right, right now. And we right. got huge things to follow. Yeah. Thank yeah, you man. very much, Peacemaker Gear. I will be blazing my own trail tomorrow. All right. I will be taking my unit, blazing a trail. I'm going to Triangle Lake Slides. Nick, what's up? You swimming, homie? I'm trying to make it out there. I'll try my harder. Okay. Well, that's kind of a secret, not secret spot of Oregon. Beautiful, brother. Higher peaks, Lady Sativa. You've got to get to that spot. We will. It's easy, easy. All right, guys. Appreciate it, man. So we'll wrap this up. Yep. Thank you, guys. And we will talk soon, okay? Thank you, brother. All right. All right. We're done, guys. That's good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Awesome. Hey, dude. That was awesome, man. Hopefully, I didn't take up too much time. No, I will. (laughs) I I will have to edit a little out. But uh, yeah, we're good, man. And ladies and gentlemen, right yeah. and man, guys, you did good. This is going to be probably one of our highest ranking shows, buddy. Right on. I can't wait to see you know listen to it. Yep. 
Yep, and uh, yeah, uh, look for it tomorrow late night. Most likely it'll just be Thursday morning. And uh, yeah, you and uh, Nick are on there, guys. I'll be plugging it, man. Appreciate it. All right. I've been plugging it a little bit on Facebook. I was showing people we're laying it down right now. Sounds good, man. And um, yeah, like I said, I appreciate it, guys. And I hope you guys come back on again. We'll talk about maybe like some future, um, maybe some harvest or something we can talk about. Yeah. Perfect, man. I appreciate it, Craig, man. I'll talk to you guys uh, soon. All right. Good night, guys. Yeah. I, I so much appreciate it. You guys have a good night, man. Yeah. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Love. All right. So that was Spaz and Nick, and they got a lot of detail on what's going on over there at the coast. Yeah, they do. And they also gave us a lot of good information about this, these nutrients and these this nectar for the gods. Um like I said, this is something we're trying out. And so this gives you a good kind of a good starting point or a sample on mm-hmm. what this stuff is about. Uh, we will see w- w- what I'm it is. To see. I am too. It's something that we've researched before. It's something that's straight up organ, essentially organ rooted. I mean, this stuff is straight out of Oregon and this guy's legit. I mean, we, we've been hanging out in Nectar fam because they were kind enough to let us in and, you know, just in the last day or so, I've seen this guy, the beard, this guy actually help one of the growers and the group get through his grow this year. Nice. Um, and so you don't see that out of a nutrient line. Like I could, I won't, but I could name a lot of nutrient lines right now that they, they are not going to help you as an individual in Oregon get through this. No, and talk to you personally. Yeah, exactly. No. Talk to you personally. Exactly. In fact, I guarantee that none of them do that. No. <laughs> and so right there, that's a big, uh, for, for me anyway, and I think for us as a team, I think that's one big thing. I mean, it's just these are people that care about the right. growers. Right. They really care. So it's a community too. It's It is. And and these guys are fairly well known already. So this is not some no name company trying to get big. These guys are just legit people making legit products, I, I'm pretty sure. Right. You know, uh and are taking care of the people that need this stuff. So with that said, um, let's talk about what we're doing. As you know, Oregon Rooted supports the four to six growers, four to six plant growers. Right. That means either rec or your, you know, uh, medical side is six plants. And, you know, let me say, I posted something on Facebook today about a little girl that had leukemia, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she was... or at least was able to put her leukemia in remission with CBDs and wasn't able to do it on uh, your regular chemical pharmacological pills. Yeah. Pharmaceutical. Yeah. Yeah. And well, pharmacological, you know, then you were trying to say that earlier, but uh, anyway, (laughs) uh, um, the bottom line is that what breaks my heart is these kids should be able to get a hold of this stuff and should be able to get this kind of medicine. I mean, even if you were just to try this, it is far less dangerous to try than the chemicals that they're putting them through. Right. I mean, how can you compare CBDs to radiation? Mm-hmm. You're literally destroying 
the molecular structure of atoms in your body with radiation mm -hmm. versus you're cooking medicines on top of it to help with all that process yes, exactly to help with the vomiting which marijuana can do to help with the aches and pains <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm dumbfounded to think that we are more inclined to trust these FDA approved pills, which is supposed to mean something, mm -hmm. uh, versus what nature's giving us right in front of our face. It's almost like we're just slapping nature in her face and saying, hey, we'd rather come up with something better that definitely has worse side effects. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that CBDs is going to cure anything to begin with. And I'm also not saying it's it's the cure all. I'm just saying it's got to be an option up in the forefront, especially for kids, mm -hmm. especially for people that are elderly and especially for people in their last days of their life. Um, marijuana is definitely not. It's something is like I said earlier is a tool. And, you know, for people at the end of their life, for if they're terminal cancer or if they're just dying of old age, if you will, they at minimum deserve to be able to consume any form of it. And we know that there's a lot of ways to consume it that doesn't re require smoking it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And so I guess what I'm getting with that is so if we're able to grow our own with four to six plants, we're literally able to provide our family with medicine mm -hmm. so if you believe in pills and you believe in the fda then it would be like literally growing a miracle pill in your backyard mm -hmm. like you just grab a pot you know and you put some dirt in it some decent dirt and <laughs> you can even use miracle grow and all of a sudden out pops this like <laughs> miracle medicine that takes care of like 700 different ailments and you can grow it in your backyard you can't do that with vicodin <laughs> <laughs> oh meprazole that's good yeah I, I wish you could make it a meprazole tree it would save us a lot of money <laughs> oh man right cost could be hurting <laughs> so i there you go so we support that and so with our grow this week as you know uh lady sativa you're helping me today we were working hard this week i've been suffering with a ph imbalance my fault i i knew it was coming it was in the back of my mind but i've been working in these smaller pots and i told you three weeks ago i was supposed to transplant and that's the plan i was supposed to transplant and it didn't work We've been busy. Yeah, and so... I think that's our excuse every week. Here's one thing about uh, liquids versus uh, dry stuff. Um, I know, and I know teas, but I've admitted to being a top dress king. And the problem with that is is that that's works fine as long as you're in proper size containers and generally a little bit larger. I haven't been doing that, and so you cannot just top dress or just give these powders in there and not expect your pH to not change. Mm -hmm. And with liquids, you have a lot more control because you can change that pH or even when you put these powders into a tea, you can then adjust these pHs to, to be what you need. Right. 
so it's totally my fault. Um, not a problem. I, you know, <laughs> we've got it fixed, but I do really need to go ahead and, uh, transplant. Um, and we're going to do that. Uh, also too, we have the, the nutrients from nectar and we're going to, um, be able to maybe even offset some of the needs we have with that. Right. But I did want to mention when we we're out and by the way, when we took this break, did you, we, I was wanted to mention, we were trying some more stash brothers. Brothers. Yeah, we had some Lemon Larry OG. It was a Nug Run resin. It's pretty nice, 64%. And I'm really happy when I get 64% from Stash Brothers because it's always so tasty. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Um, anyway, that's what we had on break. So if, if I seem a little different than this from Stash Brothers. But um, so from this event, we picked up a couple things that uh, I think are really good. I want to mention that I did post up on our social media this week that there was more from the ODA, the De Oregon Department of Agriculture, on some products that were 12 different notices, 14 different products that now have unlisted ingredients that will fail a grower. Mm -hmm. And it alarms me to think that we have these products that claim to do all this great stuff semi-naturally or naturally. And now we're finding out they got shit that's not listed on the damn label. Right. <laughs> and what I don't like about that is that we have to, um, if we've used the product, we could be screwed for one or two. Uh, you don't, I don't know. Here's the deal. Before we had Guardian, I almost used that. Guardian got put on the list. Thank God, because I knew a lot of growers that use Guardian. Well, here's the deal. And I don't mind admitting this. I like Optic Foliar, and they're on the list now. So Optic Foliar, Attack, uh, Overgrow, which was my favorite, mm -hmm. and Switch, which I know a couple of growers that use Switch. That's on the list. And it's like, really? I looked at the label. It looked legit. And... It worked good, and now I'm finding out that there's stuff in there. Yeah, that's, that's irritating. So um, that came out, and so because of all that, and I admit, I you know, if it things always change, information changes, and in the previous episode, I did say that we, you know, I recommended Optic Foliar. I retract that. I'm sorry because of this new information. I don't believe in that. <laughs> Uh, I apologize and, you know, willing to admit that. So in the process, we've been looking for other things to use. I think through Spaz and now through Nick, we both had a chance to find a couple of things that we're going to use now. And one is uh, from Microbe Life. There's a couple things from them, but we're going to first start out with the Photosynthesis Plus. It's a product. Um, it's out there and available. But, and I'm not going to go into detail, but we're going to start that. It is um, something we're going to put in the soil. And then we're also using SLF 100. They shouted both these out on the interview. Mm -hmm. So they, they already talked about this. But we're going to use SLF and see if it doesn't help uh, right now with actually the specific problem that we ran into. Yeah, yeah. So um, that and I, I think that's, oh, well, and... 
I had you uh, mix up this week. We had to trim up a lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah, I mean, plants are going crazy, and we had to uh, take off some of the leaves that got affected by the pH change. Mm -hmm. Which really was kind of scary there for a minute. Well, yeah, 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 and again, it's my fault. But hey, there you go. Um, But we are going to um, try the green cleaner tonight. Which I have it all mixed up. Yeah, so here's the deal. With that, we're doing our weekly treat um, tonight. And recently, we've just been using the neem, the spinosad, if uh, if needed, and then the uh, pyrethrum, or pyrethrens, uh-huh. uh, the natural ones. Yes. And here's the deal. We're almost into August. Uh-huh. Mid-August is about usually when outside plants start to really start to do the bloom thing yes. and so we really want to start staying away from any pyrethrins pyrethrums any of that stuff even if it's natural it could have the pbos in it so we want to let that stuff get totally out of the plant right. give it plenty of time 90 days whatever get out of the plant so we're trading it out so we're trading it out this is the time to trade out for green cleaner so now we will just run at least for now, we're going to change it up soon again, but just name. just the name, uh, Spinosad, and, then and the green cleaner, cleaner, which we'll use tonight. So, um, But that, I know that stuff works well, and it's all natural. And, yeah, I haven't heard anything bad from anybody else. So, right. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I know that was a long, long show. Gosh, like an hour and 40, hour and 50. Wow. But... We're only on once a week. <laughs> so, um, but we appreciate it. And check us out. You know our website, organrooted.com. Yep, ladies tea and higher peaks. At, reach us separately. Yeah, at organrooted.com. And then our general show email is the organrooted at gmail.com. And of course, all across social media at, at organrooted. Uh, find us all over. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was it. That was a big segment. All right. So we got a lot more to come. We're working harder and harder and harder. We have some more uh, people getting involved. We have some more crew getting involved. And so just a lot more stuff coming up. We might even have to add some more content like other times during the week too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Try to, yeah. So we love you folks. We appreciate all you states that are listening. We appreciate Germany and everybody else over there. And we will see you next week, folks. See you next week. All right, organ love. (laughs) 